Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> Episode 72. If you can hardly, I can hardly believe it. I don't know. I don't know if you can believe it, but I just can hardly believe every week. I probably say it every week, but seriously, dudes, it just blows my mind that every week I find myself here and putting out a show and that um, as, as things appear, you guys are listening. So how fun is that? <laughs> it works out for the both of us. Woo. All right. Here's the thing. I don't know what to call today, so I'm just going to kind of dive in and I'll figure out the title later. But I, I, will, I will tell you like the heartbeat, the heartbeat of what the show is about. So it's interesting, right? So you've probably have heard me talk in the past. Like if this is the first show of mine you're ever listening to, you may not know that I am a spiritual mentor. Like, you know, that's one of the many things that I do. I am also a writer and a speaker and a storyteller and a podcast host and I've been a yoga teacher for a gazillion years. I don't, you know, I don't currently teach weekly classes or anything like that, but I've, I've been in the yoga world for an, an, and a teacher for over 20 years. Blah, 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 blah. I do a lot of things, <laughs> but spiritual mentoring is kind of the thing that I do. And so I have um, spiritual mentoring clients, one-to-one -one clients, and I also have a spiritual membership called The Nest. And so if you, um, so the spiritual realm is kind of like the, the place where I hang out and the things that I talk about, et cetera. Just putting it in context in case somebody, uh, I don't know who's listening and when they're listening. So just in case this is your first time meeting me, how you doing? I'm KK. <laughs> so here's the thing. I often talk about um, my spiritual team. I'll say, oh, my spiritual team said, or my spiritual team, blah, 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 right? Whatever the thing is, I just noticed I get a little mascara on my face. Um, spiritual team this, spiritual team that. So my spiritual team has been on the job lately, dropping things into my mind, my heart, and into my path repetitively. So if something is being repeated, meaning if I have a thought about it, and then maybe I pick up a book, or I see a license plate, or I hear somebody else say it, or something else happens, that's usually a really good indication. I shouldn't even say usually. It is always <laughs> a really good indication for me to fucking pay attention. Like It's like, like wake up, wake your ass up, wake your silly ass up and pay attention because something is trying to come into your awareness. Now, sometimes it might be, um, you know, something that's bubbling up within me, whether it's an emotion I'm having or a, a quick reaction that I'm having. Um, and I'll, I'll ask myself like, what's that about? Like what's happening? Right? So things come up into my awareness. So the whole show today, the, 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 core thought, the heartbeat of this thing revolves around this. And I'm going to share it with you the way that um, 
a guy I know said it and it just made me laugh because I was like, uh-huh, spiritual team's on the job and I'll tell you why. So it revolves around the idea. So I am, um, I am in a course, well now a membership with a guy named Stu McLaren. Uh, and Stu McLaren is like the king of memberships and he's amazing and he's a wicked nice guy. You know, of course he is. He's Canadian. He's a sweetheart. Um, and he's like, and I, when I say goofy and like nerdy, I mean that in the highest compliment because me too, <laughs> right? Meaning like I'm not making fun of him. Like he is just down to earth and generous and open and lighthearted. And I've never heard him swear, which is just like amazing on all the hours I've spent uh, listening to him and watching him over the last 10 weeks. But he said something on one of the calls recently, and I thought, I have to talk about this. Uh, and of course, I'll kind of weave into it the way that I also think about this uh, and why it inspired me. But he was talking about people like kind of maybe, if not necessarily complaining, but people, um, and I always, see these aren't his words. Really, let's be clear. This is KK's, KK's words, this part. People like either complaining or whining or like saying stuff about, you know, maybe results or stuff, something that was happening. And he was just talking about how, you know, we have to keep doing things like repetition. I always say repetition is the mother of all learning. Like we have to repeatedly do things to get better at them. And he was basically saying, how can people expect consistent results with inconsistent effort? Let me repeat that sucker because it bears repeating because it's really good. Why do people expect consistent results with inconsistent effort? And I was like, oh, Stu, preach, because I can't tell you. I cannot tell you as a spiritual mentor. Let me just say this. A lot of times when I'm talking to people on their one-to-one -one calls, if I hear that they've had a particularly bad day or something's happening or they're meant, you, know, you can just tell, you can tell the state of people's, uh, their mentality, like where kind of people are sitting. Like, are they in the victim loop right now? Like what's happening, right? Are they, are they awake and aware? Are they owning their shit? Are they able to see this from a thought system, a perspective of love instead of fear? Like what's going on, right? And a lot of times I find if, if, if somebody is having a continual a continual difficult time. Now, this doesn't mean that people can't have bad days and bad times. I'm not saying it like that, but just hear me out. So if I see a pattern there of people not being peaceful, not being happy, um, feeling like they, um, the world is inflicting itself on them, that they're at the mercy of the world, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I will ask them, have you been doing your spiritual practice? And you guys already know what the answer to that is gonna be. No, right? That's the whole thing. It's one of the things. And, and I've told this story before and uh, it cracks me up still to this day every time. And I'll never forget the first time I heard it. Like I was in my 20s and uh, Marianne Williamson, uh, you know, whenever she would do a lecture, whenever she lectures, she almost always has like a Q&A at the end. And so, um, you know, she'll do her thing. She'll talk about her uh, thoughts and reflections on A Course in Miracles, do her lecture, and then she would always open it up to Q&As. And I always loved this part because people are like so hysterical to me and I'm not making fun of people. I'm just saying. So that Q&A thing, if you really pay attention, especially as somebody who went on to become a mentor or some people might say coach or whatever you want to say, um, getting to kind of watch those interactions was like priming me my whole life to be able to really pay attention and notice how how people self-sabotage self and get like really just get in their own way.
So inevitably, somebody would like raise their hand and talk about their suffering. <laughs> Whatever the story was really kind of didn't matter. It would be like their suffering. And then she would stop them at one point and just ask them, so do you have a... Um, you know, any kind of prayer practice or meditation practice or like whatever. And they'll be like, no. And you already knew the answer. Like, no. And she'd say, how come? And they'd say like they, they were too busy or they always had an excuse or a reason why they weren't spending any time with God or their inner teacher or the divine or a spirit, whatever you want to call it, the universe. And, and she would say, okay, so let me get this straight. So you don't have any time to, to meditate or pray, but you have plenty of time to be miserable. Marianne, MW, bringing it, bringing it right in and hot, right? And I used to just sit there and chuckle because it's, it's the God's honest truth. So here's what I know to be true, you guys. You cannot have consistent good results if your ass is not putting in good, consistent effort. There's no getting it done half-ass. And that's one thing. That's one thing my stepfather taught us as kids that I would say was very beneficial. He always used to say to us, uh, hey, you're going to do it. Don't do it half-assed. Do it right or don't do it, right? And so I've, I've kind of grown up with this thing where I don't like to just half-ass things. If I'm going to commit to a thing, I like to commit to a thing. And, um, and that's, that's, that's just how I am. I'm not saying, here's, here's why that's important too. Here's a little um, different kind of view of it. If I don't find myself showing up fully the way that I should, if I don't find myself showing up in like um, with good energy or enthusiastically or like positively, that is always a really good indication to me that the thing that I'm involved when involved with or like the, whether it's a job or a project. So I always say whether it's the place, the person, um, the program, the 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 like whatever. Uh, what would the other one be? Program, mm, whatever it is, right? I know there's another P that I like to use sometimes. Um, if I'm not feeling jazzed about that sucker, that's a pretty good indication. If I even am tempted to be lazy or half-assy about it, then it's a good indication to me that maybe it's not from me. Because the stuff that I tend to go all in on, I tend to go all in on. Now, that isn't to say that I might not go all in on something and then like start to realize like, oh yeah, did it. Glad I did it. And now I'm done with it. <laughs> right. Glad I had the experience and now time to move on. But here's the thing. And I've talked to my sweetie about this so much because my sweetie is one of the most dedicated. My husband, Chris, is a professional musician, multi-instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, producer, like whatever. And, you know, I've watched him like progressively. I mean, he was already, don't get me wrong. He was, he was already mind-blowing as a musician when I first met him. But now we've been together for like 14 years. And I can say that I have progressively watched his skill set in, in a plethora of areas continue to grow and expand. And it's just like unbelievable how he can go down into the basement and then come back up with a song. And he like played all the instruments and wrote it and recorded it. It's just like mind-boggling to me. But here's the thing. He doesn't half-ass it. That's the one thing I will say about my sweetie. He is such a professional. If he shows up to her gig, if somebody, let's say, hired him out or hired him to play a pot or he had to learn 15 songs for a wedding or whatever the thing is, he's going to show up prepared. He does not put in inconsistent effort. Every single day, he is working on his craft. 
And I think that there's a certain amount of like, I don't want to say inherent laziness, but there's a certain amount. I mean, I think it's like a blue collar kid trait sometimes that we know how to work hard. We know how to earn that thing. And sometimes it's to our detriment, right? Because we think everything has to be hard. <laughs> we're like, oh, if we didn't get some, if we're not bleeding somehow, if we're not like sweating and toiling and killing ourselves for it, you know, uh, all the things that were, were put in blue collar kids' heads, like money doesn't grow on trees and it's hard to get money. It's hard to keep money, like whatever, 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 you know, um, it's just like so fascinating. But here's the thing. My sweetie and I talk about this, is why I brought him up. We talk about this all the time. And he turned to me one day and he said, because we were talking about change and transformation because that's the business I'm in, right? I'm in the business of spiritual transformation. I'm in the business of helping people um, grow um, more deeply, more deeply connected and trusting of themselves and their source, of getting to know their, their goodness, their inherent goodness and their God, the God of their own understanding, developing a relationship with the divine so that they can finally just get the fuck out of their own way, right? So we talk about you know, um, spiritual, um, just kind of how people show up in the world and just like different things. And, and we, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we both will like during the days, like I'm up here in my office and he might be downstairs in his recording studio in the basement. And then we kind of meet in the, on the first floor for like, uh, for, for lunch or whatever, with dinner, whatever. And when we talk about these things and I'll sometimes just say to him, like, yeah, like, you know, I saw this and he'll say, well, sweetie, and he'll, I love this. He'll say, that's because people don't actually want to change. And we talk about people's resistance to change all the time. And he'll say, people don't really want to change. They want to keep doing the same stupid shit that they've always been doing and get a different result. And I just started laughing, right? Because that's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. And I say, it's not even just expecting, it's wanting a different result. So it's just kind of like, well, I want to lose, right? Like I've, I've heard a lot of people saying like quarantine 15, like just like the freshman 15. <laughs> a lot of people like, oh, I've gained a little weight or I this, 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 whatever the thing. I'll just use that because it's an easy example, right? not making fun of anybody. I'm just saying. And, uh, and, and so a lot of times if somebody gains weight, it's like, well, yeah, like, but how motivated are most people to then be like, okay, so now I really got to start to watch my nutrition. Um, I got to be smart about what I'm putting in my big pie hole and I got to get my ass in gear. And whether that's you move, you dance, you go to yoga, you run, you go train, strength train, go to CrossFit, like a thousand ways, a thousand ways, ride your bike, swim, whatever it is. Um, but it's like, you're not going to, you are pretty consistent in your effort eating those Twinkies and those Doritos or whatever it is, or drinking that beer, whatever put the, whatever put the extra, extra weight on, right? Again, not, this isn't, I'm not body shaming. I'm just using this as an example. But it's like, how consistent are we going to be getting our ass to the gym or getting yourself out the door, you know, uh, to take that walk or to take that run or to, to, to swim or to like whatever you're going to do to Zumba in your basement, you know, or to do a workout with Sean T, right? What are you going to do? Right. So it's like we can be really good consistently with the stuff that feels easy or feels like a reward or a treat, like those carbs and that sugar. Right. It's no joke. <laughs> those salty, fatty stacks. No joke. But it's a little different, a little different motivation. So we cannot expect consistent good results with inconsistent efforts. And this goes across the board. 
whether it's your, your health and well being, your fitness, whether it's you're learning a new language, right? Whether like you've got to practice, man, you've got to practice on the daily, like every single day, like you've got to put in consistent effort in your relationships. Let's say you feel like you and your partner, you and your sweetie, um, a drift in a pot. And you're like, look, we have to start making more time for us, like date nights or more consistent conversations, like more talking about intimacy and how we talk to each other and getting closer and like having walls up and stuff like that. You have to have, if you don't have consistent effort, and I don't mean effort like it has to be hard all the time, but if you're not consistently paying attention, consistently letting the other person know that they matter to you, um, if you know, you're not going to have, if you're doing in consistent effort, you are not going to have consistent results. So when people come to me in spiritual mentoring and I see that I'm like, yes, yeah, like when people first come to me, it's like, yeah, you tried doing it your way. You tried doing it the inconsistent way. Now we're going to have non-negotiable daily spiritual practices. You know why? Not because I'm mean, not because I'm like, a, 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 you know, driving them like, you know, like to be mean. It's because uh, I know that's what works consistent effort will create consistent results. If you want to get more in touch with yourself, so talk about this from a writing perspective. You are not going to finish the book. Well, I shouldn't say that. You might finish the book, but it will take you a hell of a lot longer than if you just sat down each day for 20 minutes or an hour and consistently put words on the page. You wanna be more forgiving? Hey, here's an idea. Consistently forgive. Because that's another thing, right? It's like so interesting with A Course in Miracles and it basically, I'm paraphrasing, but it basically says like nobody gets left off the list. Like everybody, like there's no like, I'm gonna forgive everybody but that one. Cause that's inconsistent. So we want consistent effort and we will get consistent results. Now, of course, I can't say that across the board 100% because what do I know about like the stock market and investing money? You know what I'm saying? But like within reason, I, I want, I, I'm assuming I'm talking to a lot of critical thinkers so you can understand where I'm coming from. I'm not saying this applies to 100% of the people, 100% of the things, 100% of the time. But it is pretty consistent. I look, at, I look at Dave Goggins. David Goggins. If you guys don't know who David Goggins is, oh, Jesus, do I love me some Goggins. <laughs> so last night we had a call um, for the Nest, a group call for the Nest, my spiritual membership. And we were talking about spiritual teams. And I was talking about the importance of having an ass kicker on your spiritual team. And I said, you know, Goggins is kind of, there's a couple on my team, but Goggins is, is definitely one of mine. And uh, he's just intense and he cracks me up. And he, want to talk about consistent, talk about a no excuses motherfucker. Goggins is like a no excuses MFA, hardcore, hardcore. So he is about all about, consistent effort. He doesn't care. Like he is just like, get your ass up. Let's go. We're doing it. Right. Doesn't that, doesn't matter if you're tired, you don't feel like it. You're not in the mood. You had a tough day. You set, he's like, that's great. Now let's go. So um, sometimes I need a little bit of that in my life. I don't need a ton of it because I've had a lot of, you know, hardness and toughness already in my life, but it's a good reminder if I ever feel tempted as the Course in Miracles says, um, 
be suspicious basically of uh, beware the temptation to perceive yourself as unfairly treated. <laughs> Woo! It always cracks me up, right? Beware the temptation to perceive yourself as unfairly treated. And so when I look at that, when I feel, when I feel myself getting a little whiny, right? If I feel myself getting a little like, I just go, nope. And I goggins myself and I can hear him in my head. I can hear him in my head. Stay hot. Stay hot, KK. Let's go. You know? So I just like laugh so much. So this is it. This is all I'm saying. So I just want to invite you guys to take a look at maybe what areas in your life that could benefit from you. Like if you're saying that you really want a thing, whatever the thing is, you want to be able to save more money. You want to be more happy. You want to be able to, like I said, learn French. You want to be able to um, grow your business. You want to be able, whatever it is, you are not going to have consistent results if you're putting in inconsistent effort. If you're only meditating like when you feel like it, good luck with that. If you're only praying when you feel like it, good luck with that, right? If you're only sitting down to write when you feel like it, it's like, good luck with that. You're not going to learn the guitar. You're not going to learn how to like blah, 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 knit a thing, right? It's like, no, consistent effort is what will wield. Like, that's the treasure, man. So, and it's also leads to, um, you know, what I, when I talk about the five D's, um, which is daily dedication, determination, discipline, and devotion. And the discipline that leads to devotion, when you're doing something devotionally because you want to, that's where your freedom is. Discipline leads to freedom. Discipline leads to freedom. So start to do things more consistently, start to do them with more consistent effort, and you will start to bear the fruit of your results. That's just it. It's pretty simple math. That to me is like one plus one equals two, you know, do the damn thing. Try to do it with as much enthusiasm as you can. And I just feel like, you know, and I think that's just another thing from my upbringing. It might not resonate. You know, some people might be like, well, if I find out a thing isn't for me, you know, I don't have to do it. Well, not everybody has the socioeconomic uh, privilege to not go to a job that they don't hate. There have been plenty of times when I had to go do a thing. I had to go do a thing for a long time that I didn't want to do because I had to, because I had to feed myself and keep a roof over my head. I had to stay in college. I had to pay some bills, right? Not everybody has the luxury of just going like, oh, well, my, my sweetie or my whatever or a trust fund baby or whatever the deal is. So it can be very helpful can be very helpful to be able to adjust your mind and adapt your mind to whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to give my full self to it. I'm going to fully do it, even if I don't necessarily, you know, like it. And of course, there's some extremes. So don't, you know, there's some extremes where I would say if you don't like, I mean, if, you know, it's a pretty good indication if you really hate something, like I would just encourage you to stop putting some consistent effort into starting to plan your escape, starting to plan your freedom from the prison, right? Starting to plan how are we going to um, put some consistent effort into visualizing and calling forth or creating whatever you want to call it, planning um, for um, a different experience and for a new future. 
So if you find yourself not getting the results that you want, it'd be kind of like saying like, um, I don't know, like if you had to take a medicine, it's like you don't get better. There's a reason why, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying for or against antibiotics. I'm just using this as a friggin' example, right? There's a reason why if, you, if the doc sends you home, right? Like people, when they first get diagnosed with like Lyme disease, if you catch it fast enough, they'll send you home and they'll say, okay, here, like take these pills. And they always say, take all of them. Don't stop once you feel better. Like keep going, be consistent in your effort to take this so we can have a consistent result, which is going to knock back that Lyme or whatever the thing is. I'm not a doctor. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt, but you get, you get what I'm saying. You want to get better at drawing, do it every day. It's really a no brainer. So if there's a place in your life when you've been wanting something more consistently, better results, more happiness, more peace of mind, more forgiveness, more joy, more love, more um, strength, more whatever, then you got to put it into practice and you have to do it consistently. It's kind of a no-brainer, but let me tell you something. Nothing that I really talk about is really that complicated. I mean, because that's kind of my thing, right? Taking biggest spiritual practices, taking these big spiritual concepts and principles, that's the word I meant, these bigger spiritual principles, and like bringing them down to earth so we can actually live them and apply them and have firsthand experience. So we can move from, oh, I know knowledge, quote unquote knowledge, which is really just intellectual fought up bullshit, right? dropping down into the experience of the hat in the hands, like true blue, real deal, holy field experience. So you know these things. So these things that I talk about, it's not like they're earth shattering things, but hopefully somehow I am bringing some um, new way of looking at it, or it's a gentle reminder, or it's a, like a big reminder or whatever. So for me, I'm applying this to my own writing. I'm trying to get this memoir, this book done. Um, and I have allowed other things to sneak in. There has been inconsistent effort. Um, and not, not to defend myself or whatever, um, but you know, COVID has changed a few things with the finances at our house and the things I've had to do and like all this stuff. So it's like, you know, there hasn't been a lot of like spaciousness. Um, but today I was thinking about it and I'm like, dude, that has to be top priority. I can't start investing in this or doing this or like, whether that's investing my time, my energy, my money, whatever, in some other new thing right now, it's like the thing that needs to get done. And I was like, I had to call myself on my own shit and say, Hey, there's been inconsistent effort here, whatever the reason, whatever the reason, I don't have to justify it, but whatever the reason it's happening. And I can't expect to get the pages done and the chapters done and the book done if I'm not consistently putting words down on the page, if I'm not making space for that creative process to happen. So I'd love to hear, I'm just told, I'd love to hear from you guys um, where there might be an area in your life where you could bring a little bit more consistent effort. And what would you like to bring more consistent effort to? Think of it positively. So this isn't the time to look at it and be like, oh yeah, I blew it. I'm a jerk. I'm lazy. I suck. <laughs> don't suck it in a bucket to yourself. Like don't do that to yourself. Just take a look at it and say, yeah, you know what? KK, you're right. I want to I wanna start to put more effort into this or into that because I want more consistent results. And I'm going to just say this because of course, as a spiritual mentor, I'm always going to say this. I think one of the most powerful and best things that you can do, and I don't care if it's for your personal life or your professional life. I don't care if it's for your family, your lover, your sweetie, 
or for your, your, your career, um, your coaching, your client, whatever the thing is, if you start to be more consistent in your spiritual efforts, and but what, what I mean by that, I don't mean to become more spiritual. You are already spirit, but we have kind of a spiritual amnesia. Maybe I'll do a whole show on spiritual amnesia. <laughs> Write that down. Note to self. Eh, note to self, right? Um, but I would say if you want to um, bring more consistent effort to things, which in order to do that, to know what would actually resonate with you and that you want to do, like being able to pause and have that quiet time so that you can actually hear the divine inspiration, the divine calling, um, the individual curriculum, getting quiet and spending time in prayer and contemplation and meditation. Um, some of you might also like to journal as an aside, as, a, as an add-on to those things. Um, you might find it really helpful in getting wicked clear about the, the things that um, matter in your heart and the things that have meaning and purpose to you that maybe you've been neglecting. So I'd love to hear about it, you guys. I always say this, send up a flare and let me know. I would love to hear about it. And this, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys so much and I appreciate you so much. And I do not take um, your time and your um, attention for granted. I know we live in a world that is very, uh, very distracting and that there's a thousand different ways that we are being pulled apart. Our attention is being divided, the needs of many, right? Um, and, you know, those closest to you, et cetera, et cetera. So you taking time uh, to spend a little time with me always touches my heart and means so much to me. So thank you so much for that. And uh, what else did I want to say? If you haven't, oh yeah, if you haven't already left a rating or a review for the podcast, if you're a consistent listener and uh, you want to have help me to get more consistent results out in the world, that's one of the ways you can totally do it. Um, if there's somebody that you know that could, um, it would behoove them or benefit them or be helpful to them to hear this episode, please share it. Um, if you share it somewhere online, just tag me so I can see it, so I can say thank you because I appreciate it. I never, ever, ever take it for granted. Um, it's just a blast finding out that myself or the show is in somebody's story. Um, and then it's just a little love fest. Then we get to do shout outs for each other. It's just really nice. And I appreciate it so much. And um, I think that's it from now. Oh, somebody was asking me about the nest because um, I did a founding member um, invitation and that closed, but the doors to the nest, um, just note to self and note to you guys, is going to be reopening um, in a few months. I'll let you know when that's happening. Um, if you're interested, just hit me up and I'll put you on the waiting list. Um, okay, look, here's the deal. I really think um, part of being uh, more consistent in our efforts is to um, really be a blessing wherever you go. And that's why I end the show. And I'm sincere. I am sincere in my heart every time I say it, Okay. Um, wherever you go, may you leave the people, the place, and the creatures, the animals, uh, better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. 
You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.